1: What's going on, everybody? Another edition of the Go Birds pod, another edition of ESP's draft guide, the NFL draft, less than two weeks away. Yesterday we talked about the offensive line and we focused a ton so far, not only on the, the Go Birds pod with me and James, but in these draft guides about offensive positions, edge rushers, defensive line. We haven't talked about what in some ways is the one of the biggest needs on the roster moving forward. And that's the safety position. And I think that's because we've focused, we have focused so much on the number 10 overall pick, and rightfully so. That's a huge pick. They have to get an impact guy. They have to get somebody that can only help them next year right away, but somebody that can be a cornerstone of their franchise, like a ton of pressure on that pick. But they also have the number 30 pick. And I think that the number 30 pick really pairs well with their need at safety why is that because when you look at the 30th pick who could be there who's projected to go around there as well as the need i think that second first round pick is where you could really see them go and get a safety someone that they think could a probably start right away i think that this safety class has a few players that could come in and play right away like not as many elite freak athletes that need development at the top of the draft more just guys that have produced at college, elite level production, played a ton of snaps, played at a high level, and are just ready to come in and play in the NFL. So I think that 30th pick could really be a spot. Maybe they move up, you know, 24-ish area. Maybe they do move back to the top of the second round if their board falls, if the board falls their way and they can get someone at the top. But I think safety is a position they'll target with that second, first round pick. So let's talk about what they need at safety. And a couple things. One, we don't know what defensive coordinator Sean Desai is going to do yet, right? We think it'll be a lot of like two deep safeties, don't give up the big plays. One of those safeties will have more in-the-box responsibilities. One of those safeties, the other one, will be more of a deep safety. That's like a simplistic way to talk about it. If you listen to the Go Birds pod, you know I'm very open about the fact that I'm not a massive x's and O's guy, and I think safety is one of the posi- one of the toughest positions to really break down what they're doing and what their responsibilities are. So when I look at prospects in the draft, and not just this year, but in past years, I look for a couple things at safety. A, what are they? Are they when they're in college, are they mostly just playing back, right? Are they playing a single high where they're responsible for the whole field? Are they playing mostly two back, where they're responsible for half the field? Or are they more of an in-the-box safety? Someone that's, for lack of a better term, like another linebacker. Somebody that is, can place uh, man coverage if needed, but also is mostly like blitzing, playing against the run, that type of stuff. So I'm going to kind of categorize, or at least try, each of these safeties we talk about today as either a deep safety or an in-the-box safety. And I think that speaks to their athletic ability, their strengths, their weaknesses, and how the Eagles could use them. So another step before we talk about the players are, what what do they need at safety? And one way to look at that and see is to just talk about the players they have, but also how they use those players. So Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, last year he played 202 snaps in the box. He lined up as like a slot type corner 208 times and he was back like a deep free safety. For 443 snaps. So he kind of truly split his time almost 50-50. Was back a little bit more, I think, because of defensive design, but ultimately he's more of an in-the-box safety. He can play nickel corner, he can, you know, he has good speed, good instincts to just run down the field and make a play on the ball. Not a good tackler. He can develop, he he has delivered some hits, not a good tackler. But when replacing Chauncey Gardner Johnson, they need an in-the-box safety that has some man coverage ability. Marcus Epps, also gone. You look at what he did last year. 296 snaps in the box, 138 at, at some version of a slot nickel type corner. So, you know, uh, bad math off the top of my head, like roughly 500, little less than 500 uh, snaps at in the box. He played 786 snaps deep. He was the free safety in a two safety set or a single high set, not a ton, but free safety look, almost 800 snaps. So the majority of his snaps were deep. So when we're talking about replacing players, to replace Chauncey, you need more of an in-the-box safety. And to replace Epps, you need more of a deep safety, good speed, can get from sideline to sideline, that type of thing. So in-the-box and deep safety. Those are the two things the Eagles are looking for. Now, what do they have on the roster? Reed Blankenship. Last year when he played, he played less than 100 snaps inside the box and 247 snaps deep. So they seem to view him as a deep safety. I don't think he has the speed to get sideline to sideline in a single high safety. Maybe he can play a split safety look, and that seemed to be how they used him last year. But on the surface, he is maybe more of the Marcus Epps replacement than he is the Chauncey Gardner-Johnson replacement. So if you think Reed Blankenship is going to have a big role on this defense, you think he's replacing Marcus Epps more than he's replacing Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So they go out and they add Terrell Edmonds. Last year with the Steelers, 330, 322 snaps in the box, almost 200 snaps at some version of a slot, like uh, slot nickel corner, and 254 snaps at free safety. So he was more of an in the box guy. So right away, just looking at the two safeties now, Reed seems to be the deep guy. Terrell Edmonds more of the in the box versatile player. So, ideally, like if they had to play a game today, I think that's how they would use them. You would see some too high look depending what Sean Desai wants to do. But ultimately, when they're looking at prospects in the draft this year, they have to ask themselves: is this like a deep safety guy that has sideline, sideline speed, or is this an in-the-box guy that can play man coverage and tackle at a high level? And right now, Reed and Terrell Edmonds are their starters, and those are the roles I think they have for them. So, who should they look at in the draft? who can be those players, and what are their skill sets. So I'll go through a, a few safeties I like and how I think they would fit in on this Eagles defense. The number one safety for me, or at least someone I like when you consider the draft position as well, Jamie Robinson out of Florida State. five foot eleven, 203 pounds. He's projected to go in either the second or the third round. If they can get him with that second round pick, I think he would be a, a, a potential steal there. Why do I really like him? When I look at him and I look at, you know, his YouTube, but also the draft uh, guides that I read, I like that he's lined up all over the field and has a ton of experience. He played 633 snaps in the box, 759 deep snaps, and over 1,300 snaps at, at slot corner. So right off the bat, I know he has experience in the box. He has experience in man coverage as a slot, as a nickel corner, but he also has a ton of experience playing deep. So to me, he's someone they could bring onto this roster and right away he can fill in multiple roles as a backup. Or if they really like his skill set in one, they can focus on that. So while he has the ability to line up all over the field, he doesn't have like elite elite speed. The the perception I got when reading about his uh, when reading about him and watching him on YouTube is He's really good at a lot, maybe not elite at anything, and that's why he's more of a second or third round pick. But he has good speed. He can get sideline to sideline deep if he had to play single man. He has good speed to cover as a nickel corner, and he's a great tackler. Like, that is one of his best strengths. So I think if you have him at safety, he's good at coming up and making tackles in the box. He's a good tackler in the box, right? Like, he's good against the run. And then he also has enough experience in man coverage where you could move him up to the line and put him into man coverage. So Jamie Robinson out of Florida State, really like him. I think he'd be a good player for this team right away. The next one, someone you all are probably much more familiar with. Well, let's get into the Alabama safeties. So, I like Jordan Battle at Alabama, six foot one, 206 pounds. Again, end of the first round, second round, some have him in the third round. I would be surprised. He's probably more of a trade back from 30 candidate. He's a deep safety, he's not someone that is in the box a ton what I like about him is he played a big role every year at Alabama, which is impressive considering where he's at, the talent on that defense, the expectations of him. He played all over the field, mostly deep, 50% deep safety. He did play in the box and play some man coverage at the line. I think he's more of a deep safety in the NFL. Um, Very good football IQ. I like the idea of him just kind of playing a free safety role. Using his instincts, having the speed if he needs to go make a jump on the ball. But everything you read about him, extremely smart football IQ. Again, the concern, and I just talked about his speed, he doesn't have that elite speed. Like he doesn't have like sideline to sideline, like doing that. But I think he has good enough speed to play that deep safety and to make jumps on the ball if he needs. And really what I like about him is he has a very high floor. Like, I think Jordan Battle will come into the NFL and be able to play almost right away. Tons of experience, has played different roles. Really smart football guy, so I think he'll be able to pick up NFL defenses quickly. So I think he has a very high floor. I think his ceiling is not a Pro Bowl talent. I think his ceiling is more like a very good starter, like a a, can be an impact type starter, but I don't think he has those physical traits that make him like a pro bowl kind of prospect, but very high floor can play different positions, could come in and probably do what Marcus Epps did like almost right away. So I really like Jordan battle in that second round uh, area.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: All right, let's just go right to the other Alabama safety, the one I think people like a lot more and is viewed as a better prospect Brian Branch out of Alabama, six foot, 193 pounds. He's a first round pick. Now, I think sometimes he's talked about it at number 10 overall. I don't think he's going to go in the top 10. I don't think he's an option for the Eagles at 10, but he's probably not going to be there at 30. So he's maybe someone you have to move up for. It's tough to, to tell how high. I don't think you have to go up to like 15 to get him, but you might have to jump up to 24 or something like that, or maybe make a minor jump up if the board breaks your way. But why is he projected to go so high? First, he is an elite tackler. Like, if he is going to tackle you, you are getting brought down. He barely ever misses tackles. Um, his tackle rate, like, of missed tackles is insane. It's one of the best in the draft and one of the best in a while for a safety. Um, so, you know, if you look at last year, Chauncey Gardner Johnson missed tackles quite a bit. He had one of the highest missed tackle rates in the NFL. Brian Branch would come in and be a great tackler, an elite tackler. So that would be, you know, certainly an upgrade in that respect over Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He is viewed as an in-the-box safety, really good football IQ, great against the run. As I said, he he will help the Eagles run defense. Um, He was an in-the-box safety who barely ever played deep. So he is going into that role of, you know, Malcolm Jenkins could play deep, but Malcolm Jenkins, I think, is a kind of a good comp for Brian Branch. Uh, He's not an elite athlete, which Malcolm really wasn't either. And that's why you didn't see Malcolm play deep. But I do think in the box, like he could potentially play man coverage if he needed to. Great tackler. My only concern with him would be, if the Eagles are going to want to play two deep safeties, I just don't know if that's his best role. Like I don't know if that's his best skill set. I think he's probably good enough if they're playing too deep to take half the field. But to me, Brian Branch seems more of someone that you want in the box, playing against the run, like being physical. And I don't know. I mean, maybe the Eagles will use him that way if he gets here, but he seems like a different type of player than Chauncey and he doesn't seem like a great fit deep. So I think because of how good of a tackler he is and because how good his football IQ is and because he played at Alabama, he would come and be a really good player for this team. I just don't know if I see the fit. All right. Another player I like Jair Brown out of Penn State, 5'11", 208 pounds, uh, viewed as more of a fourth-round pick, so the Eagles would have to maybe do maneuvering to get him. He's a deep safety. He's a physical player who's a hard hitter, and when he has to come down down the field against the run, he can deliver really big hits. What I like about him is... He's a ball hawk, and he makes plays on the ball. He has 10 picks the last two seasons. He's great at reading uh, offenses, knowing where to go, making jumps on the ball. When he gets close to the football, he makes the most of it. Again, 10 picks in the last two seasons. He's played in the slot. He's played deep. He's played in the box. Size is a bit of an issue. Again, eleven. And one thing you read is because I think he trusts his instincts so much and because He is like a go-get-it guy. He can be overly aggressive in committing to things as a tackler, A, but also jumping routes, and that could be problematic. Like, again, you often miss tackles if you come in too hard and you're too committed, or if you jump a route and you like what you see. And especially in the NFL, they can get you at that. They can take advantage of the aggressiveness. But I like that he has that aggressiveness in him, and I like that there's been proven production with it. Like, there's a reason to trust what he sees. So... Jair Brown out of Penn State checks a ton of boxes. I think he'd be really good in a two-deep safety system because he doesn't have the single high speed, but he has great instincts that can really like trust what he sees, make jumps on the ball. And I think with coaching, you can maybe you know improve that aggressiveness a little bit where it's not as detrimental as it can be at some times. But versatile and, and definitely enough speed to play in this Eagles uh, system, at least what we expect it to be. So I think Jair Brown could come in and be a really good pick for them. If you could get him in the third round, I, I think it could be a, a real steal for them. All right, the, the last two safeties I like, they're not really a great safety draft, but the last two that I like are uh, first, I'll talk about Ronnie Hickman out of Ohio State, six foot one, 205 pounds. Again, more of a third round guy, viewed as an in the box safety. He's a high floor, low ceiling safety uh, to me, like could end up being awesome or could end up kind of being a complete disaster. Uh, Played all over for Penn State, included a ton of time as man coverage, uh, you know, in a nickel corner type of role. He took 707 snaps in the box, 464 snaps deep and 303 snaps in the slot. So he spent much more of his time in a linebacker nickel corner type of role than a deep safety look is not an elite athlete which is going to hurt him but he's just a solid football player who I think would be a good addition to any secondary when I talk about high floor low ceiling what I mean is I think he can come in and he has like he could end up being starter for you but I think he'll be at very least a good backup I think Ronnie Hickman improves their secondary room again a lot of snaps uh played on a good defense or at least a, an important defense at Ohio State against good competition so I like Ronnie Hickman I'm just going to be honest and say I misspoke. I didn't mean to say high floor, low ceiling. I meant to say low floor, high ceiling. I think he is what he is. I think he'll come in. He'll probably won't be ever like a great starter, but I think he'll be able to do a lot of things for you and be just a good guy to have in that secondary room. So in the third round, maybe you want a little more upside, but I just think for a team that needs players who can play now, Ronnie Hickman to me will be able to come in and be a contributing player in a backup role for them almost right away and would just be a solid player. So I'm in on him. The next one for me, and the last one, is Brandon Johnson out of Notre Dame. Six foot one, 196 pounds. He's viewed as a deep safety, more of a later round guy, fifth, sixth, somewhere in there. What you read about him that I like, elite football IQ, and a ton of experience in zone. So if we think the Eagles are going to play a lot of, excuse me, if we think the Eagles are going to play a lot of uh, zone coverage on, on, um, on under Sean DeSai, and they're going to have a lot of two deep safeties, he has experience doing that, and he has an elite football IQ. What what you read about him, what you saw in the plays he made on YouTube, he does a great job jumping routes after reading them and trusting what he sees. He j- makes jumps on on the ball. Six uh, foot so good size. Plays most of his snaps deep, and did a good job. So one thing that you do read that I did read that you know, not ideal, but some questions about if he's a good enough athlete to play that role in the NFL. So with him, you're trusting the football IQ. You're trusting the experience. Don't know if he's a good enough athlete, like to just keep up with these athletes in today's NFL. But if you just want someone that you think like, I'm going to take a chance on this guy because he's a proven production player, kind of like a N'Kobe Dean in a way, not at that high level of Nakobe, but N'Kobe is someone that physically doesn't check off many boxes but you just look at him and go, that guy played at a high level. I'll take that chance. I think Brandon Johnson is, is, is a version of that. So he'd be good for a later pick uh, as you're banking on his football smarts. But the lack of elite physical tools could be a problem for him. So that's how I view the, the Eagles safety position and some players that I think they could target. Again, Jamie Robinson out of Florida State. I think he come in, play all types of roles, be awesome for him. Brian Branch, not sure where he fits. Jordan Battle, I think more of a clear role for him. And then guys like uh, you know Jair Brown, um, Brandon Johnson, I think have some upside. Or Jair Brown, I think could play right away. Brandon Johnson, just a good football player. And one more uh, that I do want to talk about, actually, is Antonio Johnson out of Texas A&M. Six foot three, 195 pounds. He's a second round. He's more of a box safety nickel, but very intriguing draft prospect. He's listed as a safety, but he almost exclusively played nickel at Texas A&M. So he's someone that could come in. He could be a backup nickel for uh, for Avante Maddox right away. You can maybe move Maddox back to safety if you needed to and put Antonio Johnson at nickel, but I think teams project him as being able to do a lot of things a uh, safety do. Uh, safety, safeties are expected to do in the NFL. Great size, great football IQ, um, excellent tackler. Like I said, can play nickel, but also will need to be coached up at safety, but has the physical traits to, I think, come in and be a special player in the NFL in that nickel safety type of role, like a Chauncey Gardner Johnson type of replacement. So, Those would be my rankings of the safeties, and I'll do it one more time since it got a little confusing there. Jamie Robinson out of Florida State, Jordan Battle out of Alabama, Antonio Johnson, Texas A&M, Brian Branch from Alabama, Jair Brown out of Penn State, Ronnie Hickman out of Ohio State, and Brandon Johnson out of Notre Dame. It's a position the Eagles need to target and a position I think they will in the draft, and I think that second first-round pick is really the place to do it. So Thank you again for listening. Sorry that safety one got a little convoluted um, with my rankings, but appreciate everyone that's still listening. If you are, you're an auto-downloader. You're a real one, and I look forward to seeing what the Eagles do with their second pick. And if there's a safety you think I missed, let me know. I would be happy to talk to you about them. Um, Just slide in my DMs and let me know a safety you think would be really good for this defense. So thanks again for listening. Uh, And as I end every single one of these pods, he's Elliot. I'm James. I'll talk to you later. Hey, it's Elliot Shore Parks for Window Nation. Have you noticed your energy costs have been rising? Nationwide, energy prices have increased over 14% since last year. But it's not too late to do something to fix your high energy bills. Beat the spring rush with the last month of our off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. New windows will pay for themselves with the energy savings on your energy bills and you will pay nothing for two full years with zero, that's right, 0% financing, saving you hundreds of dollars. Go with the window company that has installed nearly 2 million windows by installers with over a decade of experience only using top-of-the-line installation materials. Call 866-90NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit, plus make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION or windownation.com and tell them Elliott Shore Park sent you.